Welcome to Kingdom Living Ministries, where our vision is knowing God, loving people, and making disciples. We trust this week's message will be a blessing to your life. Enjoy the teaching ministry of KLM. I got a message. I started a message before my lovely wife minister. It's called Receiving Christ the Healer. I want to continue on along those lines. And today the message is called Hear and Be Healed. Hear and Be Healed. I have my big Bible, as you can see. It's pretty huge. I got my other Bibles right here. I got my iPad, so I'm all ready for you. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we come to you in Jesus' name. Thank you for this opportunity to share your word with your people. What a privilege and an honor it is. Father, I pray none of me but all of you. Grant unto me, your son and your slave, supernatural divine utterance, that I may boldly make known the mysteries of the gospel. Grant unto your people the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you, that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened, that they may know what is the hope of your calling, what are the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints, what is the exceeding greatness of your power towards them that believe. Thank you, Father, for your healing power going into our bodies, the healing power going through these cameras and through, through earphones and, and iPhones and, and, and regular phones and, and, and laptops and computers, desktops. Lord, I thank you that your power flows through to everyone that listens. Thank you, Father, that your power is not limited to... It's not limited to a live service, but it is. It goes beyond time and space. And I thank you, Father. I thank you. You are a timeless God. You are the ancient of days. And we do praise you and honor you today. We thank you for our growing church. We thank you for adding men and women to our church. We thank you for uh, that we are outgrowing our present building. And we, you are blessing us with buildings and lands. We thank you. We believe the word of God. We thank you, Father. We take you at your word. And, Father, we thank you for Give me the tongue of the learned that I may speak a word to them that are weary. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Healing is part of our covenant. It's part of our salvation. I shared this when I was preaching, receiving Christ, the healer, that at one point the Lord instructed me to teach about healing every single month, the first of the month. And I sensed a resistance, spiritually speaking, from some people in the audience who were resisting this truth. People will sometimes will receive the Christ that they know about. They will receive the Christ that they are familiar with. But when it comes to going into areas that they have little to no knowledge of, there is a resistance. I believe that most Christians believe, or they should believe, that God is able to heal everyone. But the problem becomes with God, do they believe that God is willing, that it is his will for them to be well physically. I didn't know quite where to go as far as to, as I was preparing this message last couple weeks, I, I wasn't sure where to go with the title. I actually came up with a title called Magnifying God in Your Body. And yet we know that that receiving healing is part of that, but that could that title could be tricky. So I thought thought about it as I was praying about it and meditating on healing scriptures and meditating the passage, it came up in my spirit, hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. And so that's what we're going to talk about. You see, as you look through scriptures, you see forgiveness and healing are always, not always, but a lot of times are connected. Healing and forgiveness 
You see the Lord dealing with forgiveness and you'll see his healing power. And I believe that just as much as we preach that there's forgiveness in Christ, we need to preach there's healing in Christ. And as people get their minds renewed and understand that it is just as easy to receive healing as it is to receive forgiveness, that this is God's will. God, ex God expects his children to receive his healing power just like we receive his forgiveness power. Don't ever equate or think that forgiveness is easier than healing. Healing is just as easy to be received as forgiveness is. And as you see through the Gospels, you see Jesus ministering both healing and forgiveness. And even in the book of James, it talks about how, you know, if anyone is sick, let them call for the elders of the church. If they've committed any sin, that they, that they confess their sins, they can be forgiven. And also if healing in their bodies. So healing was and should always be a part of the church doctrine, the healing, the teachings and the doctrine of healing, healing in the intoning work of Jesus. We see from the Old Testament through the New that healing is part of our covenant, part of our salvation. It is who the Lord is. Dr. Lester Summerall, who's, who was a mighty giant and general in the faith, he has a book called Healing in Every Book of the Bible. And so there are scriptures as we look through the scriptures, even in the book of Revelation, it says that Jesus is uh, the healing of the nations. And so there is healing when it comes to our salvation. Salvation is, now, is not limited to forgiveness of sins, but it also goes on to us receiving the word. Salvation actually means to be rescued or to be saved and even to be healed. And so part of your salvation is your healing. Many fail to receive their healing, and perhaps we'll talk about this next time we talk about healing, why many fail to receive. There are so many people that don't receive their healing, and sometimes we measure the willingness of God based on whether someone gets healed or not. We should never do that. You don't judge God based on whether the person that you know to be the most godly person whether or not they died of a sickness or disease, but you judge God based on his word and based on what he said and his character, not based on whether people receive. I'm telling you, I would be preaching healing if everybody around me failed to receive. I will still, I will still be preaching healing because my faith and my belief in Christ the healer is not limited to whether people receive healing or not. It's, it's, it is limited, if I can say that, it's upon who God is, and God reveals to us that he is a healer. So the message that I, I, I preached a couple weeks ago called Receiving Christ the Healer, I want to encourage you to go back and listen to that. Also, I have a, um, a playlist on SoundCloud, and it deals with healing. I, I forget the title of the, the playlist, but I believe it's called Healing, and it's about like 11 messages about healing. I encourage you to go back and feed on that. Before I jump right into this word, there's something in my heart that I want to share with you concerning healing. The Lord put in my heart a few years ago to do a project about healing, healing scriptures, of me reading healing scriptures. And I actually have a vision of this. Part of the vision 
deals with putting it on vinyl. I know a lot of people don't have vinyls, but guess what? Vinyl sales are up, but it would it wouldn't own, would not only be on vinyl, but it would also be on the, those many different outlets such as SoundCloud, Spotify, and so forth. But I, I want to put together a healing project, and in this healing project, I, I, I'm going to be reading healing scriptures from different translations. I'm also would like to have music. Part of the project will have, be having someone really anointed to play uh, um, some music to go along with the actual healing, me reading healing scriptures. And I also have a vision of people singing, my wife and different ones singing on the project, not necessarily full songs, but like kind of throughout the project about healing. And, and, and what I believe that the Lord wants to do with this project is to bless a lot of people when it comes to healing, this project that I have in my heart will be a project that would be played continuously over and over and over again. And people could listen to it if they're in the hospital. They can listen to the healing scriptures and me reading in the, between the music and the singing and just the Lord ministering to people's physical bodies. So I want you to join with me and believe God to lead in God. I'm not asking for a donation with this project, but what I am asking is you to join me in believing God for this project. Now, if you want to donate, you want to sow into that, please do so. Um, let the Lord lead you with that. But what I'm trusting God to do is to lead with the orchestration of everything, the right musician, the right singers, the the right music to go along with it and everything that that entails and even the human resources to kind of help make that happen. And so if the Lord's putting that in your heart to, to join a particular team, I'm, I'm looking at possibly the fall of this year to actually doing the project or at least start planning the project. I got a lot of projects on my plate right now, but towards the end of the summer, perhaps in August. So if you're interested in that, you can contact the ministry, but we're believing God to put that out. I believe that it will be a blessing to many and many lives will be touched first and foremost to receive Christ and to receive Christ the healer and they will experience the power of God. Isn't that good news? If the devil can have visions, <laughs> give men and women visions for something evil, then God's people can have vision for something good. And I believe that the Lord is, has put this on my heart. I've, I've been talking about it. I, I believe I shared that with my wife years ago, a few years ago, and some, other, some others I've shared with. But praise God. So believe God with us. You ready for the word? Amen. Hope you're getting yourself together. We will be getting to get the information out as far as meeting. I want you to really prepare your heart and your mind to meet in person. It's been over a year. We've been meeting from virtually, and I know you're used to not coming to church. I want you to resist the devil and resist your flesh and make sure you get in your mind that you're going to be in church every time we meet. Some of y'all are used to not, not getting up and getting ready. You got to change your mind. Lady Courtney, she spoke about that last week. You got to renew your mind because not being at church is not the will of God. So we want you to get your heart and your mind ready 
And if it means that you got to get up two or three hours before church starts to get here on time, do what you got to do. No more of, let me come in late. No, this is an opportunity. I'm telling you, it's coming soon where we're going to be meeting and we'll, we'll probably have two services. We will have two services to accommodate everybody. And this last thing, I want to encourage you to still wear your mask in the public and still do hand sanitizers. Um, put that on your, your hands. Make sure you, you, know, you scrub yourself when you're out in the public, going back to your house. Because I believe and I sense in, sense in my heart that we're not totally out of this yet. I believe that there's some other stuff coming. Even though the country is wide opening and the world is wide is opening up again, I want to encourage you as your pastor, I want to encourage you to take those necessary steps and don't automatically think that we're out of the pandemic yet. Still be extra safe with the mask and hand sanitizer. And I, I do encourage you to get the vaccination. I know there's a lot of controversy. I'm encouraging you to do it, but you got to do what you what's good for you and your house. But as far as me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord, and we have we are, we got our vaccination. So I, we we're not playing with the devil. This has taken a lot of people out, and I want to encourage you to be really safe. Even though the the country and the world is opening up again, I'm telling you, as a servant of God, I still believe there's still things there coming. They're not necessarily going to be good. And I want you to be extra safe. Even if you got the vaccination, I want you to be extra safe. And I just had that on my heart. I wanted to give you. So let's dive right into this word. Hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. This is a little bit different for me. I'm actually got my notes right here before I was like looking down, but I think this is good. <laughs> the gospel of healing is needed today, especially since hundreds and thousands have departed within this last year. Think about all the people that died and people that are still dying. There's still people dying of this diabolical disease, coronavirus, of this diabolical virus, sickness. Christ Jesus is still healing people. Jesus is not only the Savior, but he's the healer. Everybody say Jesus is the Savior in the healer. Sometimes we limit him to one aspect. He's the deliverer. He is the Savior of our not only our spirits, but our bodies. I'm dedicating my life to preaching the full gospel. And you may say, what, what, what is included in this full gospel? Christ the Savior, Christ the deliverer, Christ the healer, Christ the baptizer in the Holy Spirit, and Christ the provider. I'm going to be proclaiming this until the day I either go to be with the Lord or to the day that I, that he cracks the sky. Christ the Savior, Christ the healer, Christ the deliverer, Christ the baptizer in the Holy Spirit, and Christ the provider. We need to emphasize the whole Christ and not just the Christ that we're familiar with. Many have only proclaimed Christ the Savior, and we thank God that is the most important aspect, if I can say that in the sense of that to be the saving of our sins, to save us from our sins. But just like he saved us from our sins, he will save us from, our, from sickness and disease. He will save us from addictions and habits and save, save us from ungodly 
relationships, save us from poverty, save us from weakness. We want to preach the fullness of the gospel. So as believers, we, you or someone you know will need this word either today or somewhere down the line. You're going to need this. Healing is something that you cannot get, you know, you might be saying, well, I've heard this before. Well, not necessarily. You haven't necessarily heard it from me or because I haven't preached many messages about healing. That's changing. But I'm telling you that you need to hear it again and again and again and again and again and again. Just like we hear that Christ is the Savior and we need to receive him as our Savior and as our Lord, we need to hear Christ the healer. Christ, we need to receive Christ the healer. So I want, to, want you to know that Christ Jesus is still in the healing business. He has not changed just because our, our society has changed. Even churches have changed their doctrine. Even whole denominations have eradicated Christ the healer from their denomination. I want to tell you that Christ is still in the healing business. Christ, was still, is, is, he, Christ has delivered us from diabetes. Christ has delivered us from gum disease. He is still in the miracle working business. He's still a miracle and he wants to perform miracles in your life. I, 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 want, to, I, want, I want to stir your faith up this morning or whenever you listen to this. Christ is still delivering people. He's still setting people free. He's still healing people. He is, he is not slack concerning his promises. And I want to even say that healing is more than a promise. It's a covenant. I have a covenant with God. So we're going to start from Exodus. This is a scripture that we actually started with, Christ the healer. Exodus chapter 15. Exodus 15, verse 26. Exodus 15, verse 26 says this, ESV, said, If you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his eyes and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you that I put on the Egyptians. For I am the Lord your healer. For I am the Lord your healer. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord your healer. I love that the fact that God declared who he is. He, he says, I, I, I was, he didn't say, I was your healer. I am your healer. Present tense. And if he told the people of Israel back in the Old Testament that he's the healer, he has not changed this. He has not changed or moved from this point. He's still a healer. That is who he is. He's still a miracle worker. He's still perform he's still opening blind eyes. And I'm not just talking about spiritual blind eyes. I'm talking about physical blind eyes. He's still opening deaf ears. He's still growing out legs. He's still removing cancer. He's still causing the miraculous to happen. We have to believe God for the impossible. I'm telling you, I want to stir you up. I'm not even trying to preach. I'm actually trying to be in my teaching mode. But I'm here to tell you, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm, I'm jumping ahead. If you have your Bibles, go with me to Malachi. Malachi is the last book in the Old Testament. Malachi chapter 3. Malachi chapter 3. And let's look at a familiar scripture. Verse 8. Malachi chapter 3, verse 8. says, For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. 
for I, the Lord, do not change. God is an unchanging God. He does not change. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life. God is not changing. He is the, he's consistent. He is the same. Yes, he was, as he was yesterday, as he was in the Old Testament. And we saw from Exodus 15, 26, for I am the Lord, your God, that I'm your healer. I'm the Lord, your healer. I'm the Lord, your healer. If you, if you have Malachi 3, go jump down to verse 2. Malachi chapter 3, verse 2. But for you, but for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in its wing. You shall go out leaping like calves from the stall. I love that. From the son of righteousness shall rise with healing in his, its wings. There is healing in Jesus. There's healing in the Father. There's healing in the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, Jesus, the healer, Christ, the healer, he is a God that doesn't change. Go to Hebrews. This is the one I, I quoted ahead of time. I hope you got your Bibles. You're looking along with me. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8. Look along with me in the, in the scriptures as well as, you know, highlight it. I know we have our smartphones or smart devices, and that's great. There's something about a physical Bible that I like, but that's just only me. But make sure you highlight it. You, you get that word. You know, sometimes having it on a device can be a distraction because you, you, you're tempted to look at other things. But I, I, I want to encourage you, if you don't have a physical Bible, invest in one. It's, it's worth your time, your money, energy to just have it. And, and you still can have your smartphone. You can do both. But there's something about it. Hebrews 13, verse 8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, who was and is and is to come, as Revelation says. Jesus Christ is the same. He doesn't change. Then James chapter 1. James chapter 1. I'm going to read this out of the New Living Translation. James chapter 1. James chapter 1, and let's look at verse 17. James chapter 1 says this. James chapter 1, verse 17 says, Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. Let me read this again. This is New Living Translation. Whatever is good, Imperfect is a gift coming down to us from God, our Father. Is healing good? Is being at peace good? Is joy good? All right. So if those are good and perfect gifts, um, it's a gift coming down from God, our Father, who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. I'm going to read this out in the New English Translation. The, the New English Translation. I, I think I like that one too. Praise God. James 1 verse 17. All generous giving and every perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or the slightest hint of change. Read that again. All generations are all, gener all generous giving and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, 
with whom there is no variation or the slightest hint of change. I'm telling you, God does not change. He is the same. Knowing God doesn't change will fuel your faith, will encourage your faith, will feed your faith. God is not a changeable. He doesn't change. Like our world is constantly changing. A, a year and a half ago, we were all sitting on a Sunday morning. Now, a year and a half later, we are, well, I said, I'm saying that double, but now we're watching services from home. For those at one time who didn't believe in television, televangelists and, and ministries on TV or streaming, they had to get over that because it, the church had to change its way of ministering because we couldn't get in the building. Now, I know some churches that still met regardless, but for most of the churches that I know of, they were all meeting from virtually. So people change, our society is changing, as even as we look, laws are constantly changing. There are things that are changing the way things used to be, right? One thing for sure, change is inevitable. We're gonna think we're gonna have to go and grow with change. I was telling someone recently that how I was, I was, you know, I was kind of opposed to meeting, having meetings on Zoom. I had to adjust, make an adjustment. Because of the pandemic, I had to say, you know what, let me open up. And I actually opened up my heart to that. And I remember even some seminaries, they were opposed to having anything online. You know, they might have had like one little small degree online. But many of them have to, had to change in order to survive. They had to say, wait, wait a minute, our colleges, hey, I, we got to get with the times. There, there, there's a new way. Even those companies who were opposed to people working from home, you know, it, it, it through the, those companies who, who weren't prepared to say, hey, we need to get people, their minds right and, and, and kind of set up systems to be able to work from home. But the thing that doesn't change, the person that doesn't change is Jesus. He, he doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. We're talking about here and be healed. If you can just focus, even on that scripture, Ephesians 15, I mean, Exodus 15, 26, he says, for I'm the Lord, your God, I'm the Lord, your God, your healer. I'm the Lord, your healer. Jehovah Rapha, I'm the Lord that heals you. I'm the Lord that heals you. He doesn't change. He, he, he established himself. The diseases that he permitted upon the Egyptians will not come upon those who hearken to him. And listen to his voice. He declared himself to be the healer. I want you to embrace that this morning. That Jesus is the healer. He is more willing for you to be healed and whole than you're willing to receive it. Just like he's more willing for you to be forgiven of your sins than you're willing to ask. Are you willing to receive his healing power even now. Even as I'm speaking, there's healing going through these cameras and through your speakers. Healing into your body now. Receive healing in your body. Re from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, receive Christ the healer. Knowing God, knowing that God doesn't change, should encourage you. 
and to strengthen your faith. Go to Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, and let's look at verses 17 through 19. Luke chapter 6, verses 17 through 19. We're dealing with hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. Luke chapter 6, verses 17 through 19 says this, And he came down with them and stood on a level place with a great crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all of, all of Judah, Judea, Jerusalem, and the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured, and all the crowd sought to touch him, for the power came out from him and healed them all. Let me read this, the latter part again. Verse 18, who came to hear him and, be healed, and to be healed of their diseases. Those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured, and all the crowd sought to touch him, for power came out from him and healed them all. Let that, let that minister to you. People, the multitudes, the crowds came around to hear Jesus and to be healed. Some people want the healing, but they don't want the hearing. Let me say that again. Some people want the hearing, excuse me, some people want the healing and not the hearing. We have to guard our motives. I, I often have speak, spoke about your motive for receiving healing. What is it? Why do you want to receive healing? And, and, and the, the right posture is, I want to do his will. I want to be able to do his will without any hindrance to my body or to my mind or to my soul. I want to be free so I can serve him freely. That, that's, that's a good heart. Seek first the kingdom of God. You put the kingdom first. You, you put your motives first. Lord, I, 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 want, I receive this healing because I want to be able to live long on the earth and do your will every day. God, God, God doesn't want you to get healed so you can go back and fornicate. Or, or, or so you can, you know, God doesn't want to prosper you and you're not even paying tithes. Or God doesn't want to bless you and you're not doing right by your family. God looks at the heart. And one of the ways that we can position ourselves to receive healing is to have the right motive. Remember the scripture in James, you have not because you ask not. And when you do ask, you ask from a, a, a place of a miss, a, a place of wrong greed and wrong motives. So you got to guard your motives. You got to judge your motives. You got to check your motives. Here it says, who came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And those who were troubled with unclean spirits were cured. And all the crowd sought to touch him for power came out from him and heal them all. The power of God is always present. The power of God is always present, even if we don't sense the present. Sometimes when I teach and preach, I don't sense the anointing, but I don't go based on what I'm sensing. I go based on what I know. And, and even when I don't feel like there, there's something happening, I believe there's something happening. And I believe even now as you're listening Something is happening in your body in the name of Jesus. Your bones are, 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 are being restored. 
Your teeth are being restored. Your, 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 your mind is being renewed. Your body, ankles and, 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 and heart problems and, 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 and diseases, are, are, you're being set free even now. Christ the healer said, when you start preaching, the Jesus that you preach about is the Jesus that we get. And because I'm preaching about him being the healer, the spirit of faith is released and his power becomes manifested in the lives of people who believe and take hold of it. Notice the, the passage, Luke 16, 6, 17 through 19. They came to hear and to be healed. Are you coming to hear and, be, and to be healed? Hear and be healed. Some people want the healing, but they don't want the hearing. We got to want to hear what God has to say. Remember the scripture in Exodus 15, our foundational scripture, our text? He says, if you will hear, listen, and diligently hearken, I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I got all these translations in my head. If, if you will hearken, hearken to my voice or diligently listen and heed my voice, <laughs> I won't put those diseases that I put on Egyptians on you. Healing begins by hearing. Let me say that again. Healing begins by hearing. Healing begins by hearing. The crowd sought to touch him and power was coming out from him. I believe that the power was always available upon Jesus. Once he received the anointing, when he was baptized with water and with the Holy Spirit, that power was always available on him. But as people heard about Jesus and they pressed, faith came, faith, faith grabs hold of God's power and brings it into reality in our lives. Faith releases God's power in our lives. In order to get saved, right? In order to be born again, you have to hear Christ about Christ saving you and dying for your sins. And when you believe it and you grab hold of it with your faith, that's when it becomes a reality in your life. Romans 1, 16, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to the to everyone who believes. So as you believe what I'm saying, even as Christ as the healer, that's when you'll sense the power of God into your body. The power of God will be released, not just sense, but the power of God will be released in your body. So they, they heard Jesus and they were healed. Healing begins with your hearing. In the middle of the word heart, Let's think about heart, H-E-A-R-T. You have another word. You have actually two words. One is hear. Another one is ear. So you have hear and ear and heart. There's something about your hearing that's connected to your heart. When people hear me, I, I can know the posture of their heart. And I can sense it. Sometimes when people come for me, come to me for advice and I share something, if they will receive what, they, what I'm saying, they will hear. Sometimes when people come and they have a conversation with you, they have already determined what they're going to say. And even if you ask them advice, they made up their mind that they're going to do that. And I hate when people do that because this is a waste of time. Well, Pastor, I, I just, I, I, you know, I, I'm coming to you for some wisdom. 
but they already made up their mind. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I, I'm thinking, you know, about this, this, this opportunity, but you, you've already made up your mind. So instead of me sharing the wisdom with them, they should just go ahead and tell me they made up their mind. They just won't let me know. But there's something about when people hear, and, 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 and there's great emphasis on the word hear in the Bible. We know that throughout the gospel, Jesus said, and even in Revelation, he that has ears to hear, let him hear. So everybody who has these two things on the side of their face is not necessarily hearing. There are people who, who will say one thing with their mouths, but they're not really hearing. Sometimes kids are like that. They don't really hear you. Sometimes, a lot of times, adults are like that. They don't really hear. So I want to emphasize that there is a connection between hearing and your heart, even the fact that the way it's spelled, H-E-A-R-T. You got your ear, you got your hear, and you got your heart. There is a connection between the heart and the ear. Let me give you some facts. The ear, nose, and throat doctor advanced ENT, right? Some of y'all may be familiar with that. I'm very familiar. I, I, I had to have surgery a few years ago and was the ear, nose, and throat doctor. But the Ear, Nose, and Throat Institute believes that the link between hearing loss and, the, and heart disease is due to the inner ear's sensitivity to circulation. Let me say that again. The Ear, Nose, and Throat Institution believes that there's a link between hearing the hearing loss and heart disease due to the inner ear's sensitivity to circulation. The disease causes hardening of the arteries, which affects your circulation and in turn affects your hearing. So there is a, a natural connection between your heart and your hearing. They're saying that, that the ear sensitivity to circulation can result in the, the loss of hear, hearing due to heart disease. Great hearing produces great faith. Your hearing has a lot to do with you receiving from the Lord. Let me say that again. Great hearing produces great faith. And you hearing from God, you're hearing from God has a lot to do from you receiving from God. This is why even prophetic words, pro prophecy is so important because prophecy it's the Lord declaring some things over your life. It's, it's the, you know, the spirit of, of, of Jesus, the testimony of Jesus. I got a few scriptures dealing with hearing. Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1, and let's look at verse 5 out of the New King James. It says, a wise man will hear and increase learning. A, a man of understanding will obtain wise counsel. A wise man will hear and increase learning. If you're wise, you're going to hear and increase learning. And a man of understanding will obtain wise counsel. Wise counsel. James 1 verse 19 says, uh, be slow to speak and quick to hear. God is giving you two ears, and those two ears are meant to, for you and I to hear twice as much as we talk. What happens is some people, they talk twice as much as they hear. But we need to get in a position to hear twice as much as we talk. 
We talk too much and we never shut up. But that's a song I grew up on. We talk too much. We do. We talk too much when it comes to God. I'm not talking about testifying or witnessing, but we don't, we don't, we don't listen a lot. Even in prayer, we, we talk a lot in prayer. We go declaring and decreeing, and you please do. Don't ever stop declaring and decreeing. But I'm saying to you, your prayer needs to be more than just declaring and decreeing. It should be hearing. That's part of prayer. Prayer is a dialogue, not a monologue. It's, it's, it's a conversation. It's a, it's a communion between God and you. <laughs> so, and the scripture tells us throughout both Luke and Mark's account, they talk about to take heed to what you hear and take heed to take heed to how you hear, to what you hear and how you hear. So let's go to Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. We're talking about hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. The New English translation said, consequently, faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes from through the preached word of Christ. Consequently, faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the preached word of God. Let's look at the Christian Standard Bible. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10. Let's look at that. Romans chapter 10. Verse 17. So faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the message about Christ. Now, King James says faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10, 17, out of the New, Eng New Living Translation. Romans 10, verse 17 says, So faith comes from hearing, and that is hearing the good news about Christ. Christ. Faith comes from hearing and hearing the good news by Christ. If you want to grow with your faith for healing, you need to hear the word about Christ or the good news of, about Christ. What's so good news? Of, what's the good news about healing? That Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So as you feed upon Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you see that Jesus is healing people, I want you to grab hold of that with your faith. Begin to read those scriptures over your body. Begin to let yourself hear what the Word of God has to say. All right, my last scripture for the evening or the morning or the afternoon, whenever you hear this, is Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. We're talking about hear and be healed. Hear and be healed. I'm going to read this out of the ESV and also the CSB. Hear and be healed. We need to hear and be healed. If you want to receive healing in your body, you want to receive Christ the healer. Listen, I, there, and I've said this before, if I want to hear about healing, I don't go to people who don't believe that healing is available for today or that healing is in the finished work of the cross. I go to people who believe it and I listen to sermons about healing that I know is a show enough believer in that. Unfortunately, we, we need believers who believe. <laughs> and we have a lot of, unbel uh, the unfortunate part is we have a lot of unbelievers who don't believe. 
they believe part of the Bible or they believe in, uh, 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 you know, Christ will forgive you of your sins, but it's healing. No, they don't, they don't receive that. So Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 says this. This is ESV. My son, be attentive to my words. Incline your ear to my sins. Let them not escape from your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them, healing to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. Let's read this out of the CSB. The CSB says, my son, pay attention to my words. Listen closely to my sayings. Don't lose sight of them. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all to one's whole, whole body. Guard your heart above all else, for it is the source of your life. Let's read that verse 22 again. For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body health to one's whole body. The word in the Hebrew, it actually says that it's medicine to our body. Medicine to our body. I'm telling you, God's word is medicine to your body. And it's not talking about your spiritual body. It's talking about your physical body. Proverbs 4, verse 22, out of New Living Translation, for they bring life to those that find them and healing to their entire body, a whole body. One more translation, the New English Bible, a New English translation. Proverbs 4, let's look at verse 20. Proverbs 4, why, why Pastor Wayne, are you reading from all these translations? To just give you another look at what it means. Proverbs 4, verse 20, my child, pay attention to my words. Listen attentively to my sins. Do not let them depart from your sight. Guard them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to one's entire body. Healing to one's entire body. God's word is medicine to your body. God's word is medicine to your body. So as you hear the word of God, receive it. James tells us how to receive it. Receive the engrafted word of God, which is able to save your soul. Receive this word. You got to receive the word of God. So part of hearing and being healed is to receive the words that you're, you're hearing. You got to receive it. And I'm not just talking about, I receive it. I remember one time I was talking to one of the ministers here and, and he was asking questions. Do, is there a biblical um, support for to say I receive it. Yes and no. You won't actually say you won't, you'll actually see that it'll say you need to say I receive it. But part of receiving it is to use your faith with your words and say I receive it. When somebody gives you a prophetic word that lines up with what God has already dealt with your heart is is a scripture. I receive that word. I receive that. Or somebody's ministering to the word of God. <clears throat> receive it, just declare it. I receive it. So as you're reading the scriptures, I receive it. By whose stripes you were healed. And if you were healed, you are healed. I receive healing in my body. I receive, come on, just say that. Practice receiving. It says it is medicine or healing to your entire being. If you need some healing in your physical body, you take God's word, specifically healing scriptures, and you receive it. Never forget the wonderful man of God by the name of Augie Davis. 
he was winning a lot. I've shared this before. He was winning a lot of people to Christ and the enemy came and attacked his mind and he began to read Genesis to Revelation every two and a half weeks. After a year, he, he got his mind back. He was losing his mind and he was able to get his mind back. There was a young man who actually was challenged in school and had like learning disabilities. He began to memorize the book of Proverbs. Guess what happened? It caused his mind to be sharp. It caused his mind to line up with the word and for him to become normal in his thinking and in, in, in his learning abilities. I'm telling you that God's word is healing to your physical body. It will heal your body. If you'll read the scriptures and study the scriptures and memorize the scriptures, there's something about memorization. The Bible actually says those who, who read the Bible are blessed in the book of Revelation. You're blessed because you read the word. Of course, you're blessed because you do it. You know, bless, the, the, the hearer is not only blessed, but the doer is blessed. So we need to take time to read and to immerse ourselves in the word of God. Here's my takeaway. The first thing I want to encourage you to do is to put the word of God first place. We're talking about hear and be healed. This is a healing message, but this can apply for finances. If you, if you believe in God for a house or to get out of debt, you want to feed your faith along those lines. I mean, you know what I'm saying? There is a sense that you can read anything from the scriptures and, and get faith. But remember, faith begins with hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. But you need to hear specifically on the area that you're, you're in need of. So if you need physical healing in your body, you need to look at the scriptures that reveal God as the healer. Even the gospels, <clears throat> those things that were written in the gospels are not just there to tell a story so that we can be entertained, but for us to mix our faith with what we're reading. So you got to put the word of God first place. You got to make this word first place. If, if you're facing some challenges, first thing you should say, what does the word say about it? You know, you need some finances. What does the word of God say about it? You need wisdom. You need direction. You need, you know, peace. You need some joy. You, whatever the case may be that you're facing on trial, you look at it and you say, the word of God, I put that first place. Put the word of God first place. And, and, and some of these are, you can overlap. Guard what you're hearing. Guard what you're hearing. You, you want to hear and be healed, so you need to guard your hearing. I don't want to hear about a bunch of diseases and, and how it's wiping out everybody. I want to hear Christ the healer. I want to hear about that Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Number three, you want to immerse yourself with healing scriptures. Immerse yourself. Immerse yourself with healing scriptures. I go to bed most of the night listening to healing scriptures. Past, your pastor goes to bed most of the night healing. There are some things that I'm standing on the word of God with, with my body. And so I'm not just sitting back or hoping and a praying something will happen. Or call. Just because you get a million people to pray doesn't mean that you're going to receive a healing. That does not guarantee that there, there's something that's going to happen. Why do I listen to healing scriptures? Well, one is it, 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 that God's word says in Proverbs 4, 
Verse 22, for they are life to those that find them and health or medicine to one's whole body. So as I'm listening to the word of God, Jesus says, my words are life in their spirit. I'm feeding my faith. I'm pouring life into this mortal body. As I hear God's word, life has been poured into my body. Health has been poured into my body. God is, the word of God is ministering healing to my bowels, healing to my teeth, miracles to my eyes, miracles to my ears, to my joints, ministering strength to my joints. There is something happen, there's something that happens when I listen to the word of God, specifically with healing scriptures. Immerse yourself with healing scriptures. Write them down. Get you some index. Go old school and buy some index from Walgreens or CVS. That's for you, Candace. CVS. My cousin Candace works at CVS. And she's she always like, oh, you're, you're a trader because you go to Walgreens. But anyway, um, go, go to one of them stores and Walmart. Get you some, some index cards and write down some scriptures. Put them on a dashboard of your car. Put them up or type them up. You won't be fancy. Type them up and print them out. Put them on a the refrigerator door. You know you go into that refrigerator door every day, two or three times an hour. Or on the mirror, put healing scriptures up in the bathroom. While you're in the bathroom, you might as well be doing something. Or in the car when you're waiting on in traffic or waiting to get your hair cut or done or whatever the case may be, waiting in the mall. Feed, feed yourself. God did not bless us with technology so that we can just sit back and let entertain ourselves to death instead of pouring life back into us. Write them down. Then speak the word of God over your, speak those, memorize those healing scriptures and speak those scriptures over your body. By, who, by Jesus' stripes I'm healed. 1 Peter 2.24, by whose stripes I'm healed. Matthew 8.17, he himself, Jesus himself took upon my infirmities and bare my sicknesses. I receive, remember we talked about it, I receive healing in my body. I thank you, Jesus, for doing it. Go to bed listening to those healing scriptures. Immerse yourself. Assimilate yourself. Cause, you know, make, allow that word to shape your way of thinking. And if it's not healing that you need per se, I would encourage you to do it at least once a week. But if it's not necessary healing, but do it um, just listening to the scriptures. Listen to the scriptures. Get you, uh, there's a dwell app that was different scriptures, uh, different people reading different versions of the Bible, translations I should say. Listen to the word. Go to bed listening to the word. Wake up. Why you, I'm not saying you have to do it only when you go to bed, but when you get up in the morning, brush your teeth, listening to the word. Instead of listening to the bad news, and that's news of the world, listen to the good news. Listen to Isaiah being read or Genesis or, you know, brushing your teeth or fixing breakfast. Sometimes when I get up, I wash dishes, I'm fixing the boys some, some, some grits or some, some food. I, I, I'm cooking and I'm listening to the word. I'm listening to the word. Whether it's preaching, gospel, faith-filled preaching, or it's somebody reading the scriptures. And you may say, why do this? Why do this? Because you're working on something. Because you're working on something. I want to encourage you to, to know that I'm working on my faith when it comes to Christ the healer. If, if there's been a bad report given to you, whether it's diabetes or bone disease or heart disease, feed your faith 
along those lines that Christ is the healer, that he took upon our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. This is why this project is so important that I get out. I would, there, I, the one that I always refer to most people is Kenneth E. Hagen has healing scriptures. You can get it right there on YouTube. Listen to that every night before you go to bed or when you get up in the morning or on your way to work or, or in between meetings by way of Zoom. Listen to the word of God and let it minister to you. I'm telling you, it will do amazing things. I go to bed listening to the word of God or some type of preaching as it relates to healing or my faith. I pray that you, you receive something today from that. I want to encourage you today to begin to hear and be healed. Immer and perhaps the next time we'll talk about immersing ourselves in the word of God. Baptize your mind with the word of God. Get your thinking right. Get your speaking right. Keep it before your eyes. Keep it in your ears. Keep it on your mouth. I'm telling you, you're pouring life into your life and you're speaking life into your life. By the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I'm telling you, train your kids and your grandkids and with the word of God. You, the enemy will fight you with your health. This is, Jesus, as you read the scriptures, you see that Jesus' healing was a part of his ministry. And notice that the devil has tried to remove that part of the ministry out even today. That was that resistance I was feeling years ago when I was beginning to teach it every week, every month. There was a spiritual resistance because religious people don't want to hear this all the time. But this is just as important as preaching about forgiveness of sins or heaven or hell or dealing with your debt or dealing with marriage or dealing with raising kids or, or dealing with how to be a faithful church member or going through a book of the Bible. This is part of the ministry. So I encourage you, well, what do you do if you're in pain? You, you take your medicine unless the Lord leads you not to. Now, that, that's not an excuse to not take the medicine when you need to. But if you're taking the medicine, taking the medicine in Jesus' name, and you say the word, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I receive healing in my body. I, I thank you. By, by the, from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet, I, I receive healing. I thank you, Father, for strong teeth. I thank you that I'm free from gum disease. I, I thank you I'm free from arthritis. I thank you that my back is, is not killing me. Stop saying, oh, my back is killing me. No, don't say that. <laughs> my back is a blessing, and it's strong, and it's getting stronger all the time. I thank you, Lord that I'm getting stronger every day. I thank you. If, if, if someone, you know, doesn't have a, a particular, there was a woman and she, she, she didn't have an appetite and she couldn't keep stuff down. And the man of God shared with her some healing scriptures and encouraged her to be, say that she has a voracious appetite and she can keep everything down. And she began to declare it. And guess what? She began to eat and, and, and uh, you know, a week or two or three later, she was gaining weight. I'm telling you, there's something about the power of God, and I encourage you to go and find you the healing scriptures and meditate on them and, and memorize it. Praise God. If you're here and you want to receive Jesus as your Savior, I want to give you this opportunity. We're believing God for so many people to be saved every week, and we're trusting the Lord to, 
to, for the right people to receive it. You heard this and you heard me talk about Christ the healer. I want to encourage you to receive Christ the Savior. Christ wants to save you. There's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. There is um, forgiveness in Jesus. And all you have to do is attach your faith and put your faith in Jesus. And Jesus the Savior will save you. So if you're here and you say, I want to receive, not here now, but if you're on the camera or listening to me through the many ways, many channels, I want you to repeat this prayer and mean it with your heart. There's no magic in the prayer, but faith in God. Say, Father God, I come to you in Jesus' name and I receive Christ as my Savior. I believe that God raised Christ from the dead and I confess him as my Lord. Jesus is my Lord. I receive him as my Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, make sure you email us at info at kingdomlivingnj.org. I know I kind of went a little longer than usual, but how many know that it's okay to learn the Word of God? It may not be a message that you up and jumping and shouting, but I want you to understand that you need to hear and be healed. If you need healing in your body, I want you just like the individuals receive Christ the Savior, I want you to receive Christ the healer. Say, Jesus, I receive you as my healer. Thank you, Lord, that it's by the stripes of Jesus that I'm healed. I receive life into my life. I speak life into my life. And I thank you for doing it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you prayed that prayer and you meant it, I expect to hear reports. We believe in God for praise reports. Email us at info at kingdomlivingnj.org. Make sure you email us so that we can rejoice with you that you, you know, where there was sickness and now there is complete healing. I want you to testify. That concludes this week's message. And thank you very much for listening. For more information about Kingdom Living Ministries, please call us at 732-324-2200 or visit our website at kingdomlivingnj.org. Also, you can write to us by mail at P.O. Box 519, Rancocas, New Jersey, 08073. And lastly, if you would like to partner with this ministry through your prayers or financial support, contact us via email at partners at kingdomlivingnj.org. Our prayer is that this message has encouraged you to live out the kingdom of God daily in your life by your obedience to His Word. God bless you.